I told you that one of your most beloved movies as a child was turned into a video game. Uh, well, I'd certainly want to play it. What if I told you that that video game was straight from hell, meant to make you so frustrated with controls and bad game design that, uh, you know, you killed yourself? <laughs> I'd probably still want to play it. Uh, I mean, also me too. Uh, <laughs> this has happened. And it's called E.T. I heard those were all buried in a dump somewhere. They were buried in a dump, so I kind of think that that was planned. Or you're going to go right into Keelan's conspiracy about why they actually <laughs> dumped all of the E.T. things in one spot. That fucking guy was part of the crew that dumped them and knew that he was going to make a bunch of money in 20 years from making a documentary. Yeah, so they dug him up in 2014. I just watched a little like recap of it. I watched the movie, too, when they released it. I feel like I watched the whole movie, and all I remember from it is Hicks and children standing in front of a trash pile. <laughs> yeah, so to kind of add to your conspiracy, <laughs> uh, there are some interesting people there. Nolan Bushnell, who is the founder of Atari, the creator of the game, Howard Scott Warshaw. <laughs> Howard Scott Warshaw Pact? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And also uh, Ernie Klein, the author of Ready Player One. Oh, really? See, did you read Ready Player One? I didn't. I haven't seen the movie either. So, I think we've talked about it. Yeah, the, the movie is definitely like the only thing I don't like about the movie is their uh, animation choice of the CGI realm. Oh, once he jumps into the virtual world? Yeah, the whole virtual world is a lot more, uh, I guess, anime-ish. Like... It has a style to it, which it shouldn't. It's kind of like neonish, cyberpunk-ish. Well, it's got all of that, but that is all kind of stylized towards one thing. Okay. Like, so it has an overall style, which the entire point of it is it's like basically stealing IP from every. It's not stealing; they paid for all that shit. But uh, yeah, it's like a ton of eighties and nineties. Yeah, it's all nostalgia. Like video game, and that's movies. like the good thing about the book is it doesn't back out of it at all. Right. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, it's campy and kind of, yeah. like, goofy, but so if you movie, just embrace that. Yeah, so the movie would have been totally fine doing what it did, but actually using everybody's images. Right. Like, in this, like don't make a kind of anime-esque Coca-Cola. Yeah. Anyway, back to E.T., <laughs> the tragedy. There's So Ready Player One guy was there? Yeah, which is strange because Spielberg, didn't he make Ready, Ready Player One, the yes, movie? Yes, he did. But yeah, I thought and you also were made say, ET. Also, Spielberg was there, and I was gonna be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> no, that one's that very would be surprising. crazy. But yeah. were they there just for the releasing, or were they the guys that were digging the hole? No, so the guys that were digging the hole, uh, well, I'm sure there were actual workers because it I was remember like a, a backhoe. Yeah, uh, so I'm sure that was like state workers or whatever in New Mexico. That's where the dump was. I doubt that they were state workers. Uh, yeah, I don't. If Maybe it was, it was a private-owned dump. I'm I not sure. I would also hire my own. Like that's you get like a dude, <laughs> pay him some beer, 
Yeah, some contract. Bring a backload for a backhoe <laughs> in. You're digging out copies of E.T., not, like, a fucking treasure trove. Right. And I remember, too, um, they looked at all these, like, trash maps, basically. It was uh, kind of cool. Yeah, this is a CSI thing that I thought was, like, a total science when I was a kid because of CSI. How you can kind of figure out where trash goes. Yeah. Because it's in, like, three episodes of CSI <laughs> where they're like, yeah, they dump the ring from the murder scene or whatever, and they just go to the dump and walk right up to it. And they're like, yeah, it's two feet down because it was dumped off, like, last Thursday. <laughs> yeah, they had these maps, though, of, like, uh, this many tons from this company. It's mostly industrial waste. So that you, like, kind of knew. Yeah. Um, but I get, it was, like, old records. I remember it was, like, kind of a mystery. Um, but the guys that went looking for it were actually uh, Marvel screenwriters. That sounds right on point. <laughs> yeah, they had worked on The Incredible Hulk and X-Men. It was like two guys. Yeah, that's, that doesn't say a lot. That's <laughs> yeah. like so many people at this point. Yeah. But so yeah, they filmed their search for it. Uh, ended up finding it after like a three-hour dig. I forget how much they recovered. Um, supposedly Atari sent 14 trucks full of cartridges to drop off. Yeah. When they initially dropped it off. And I thought uh, it was like 30,000 copies or something like that. 30,000 well, trucks. 50, yeah. Well, I, mean, I feel like that's not 14. I feel like 14 trucks is more than 30,000 cartridges. Cause like, think yeah, about that's hard to how visualize. small. Yeah. So I would say <laughs> cartridges, yay by yay. So a stack of five is yay. Yeah. There's probably a thousand of those in this room. For everybody, be, this yeah. is going to be the art for the <laughs> episode. <laughs> Just a complex cartridge volume problem. Yeah, but only done by my hands. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like th this is exactly what I have to do with food all the time and why I'm good at uh, visualizing like 10,000 people. Right. Because I'm like, all right, an arm is this big. <laughs> like, I literally just chop people up. I'm like, I can fit that many in there. Yeah. That's how I always judge height is by basketball hoops. Because I know it oh, 10 dude. feet by a basketball hoop. I do. So if I can just visualize 10 feet and then stack it. I do it by streetlights. Nice. Because streetlights are 35 feet at the light and 30 feet at the bottom. So it also gives you the weird uh, distortion factor that goes on because oh, okay. it doesn't look like it's 5 feet on that curve, but it is. Trigonometry. Sokotoa. <laughs> Third every, episode. Every time you see <laughs> it. Is that going to be our first merch? <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, so they dumped 14 trucks. Uh, the game basically was trash because it had a six-week development cycle. Wait, are, you're blaming it on that? I mean, they at least partially. They could have just used, like, Pitfall and put E.T. in it, and they would have had a surfable game. Yeah. Um, well, the guy that made it, Howard Scott Warshaw, uh, he had... He was almost like the golden child at Atari at the time. So he was a young dude who worked at Hewlett Packard briefly, and then Atari hired him. He created Yar's Revenge. I don't know if you ever played that. I do not think that I did. It's one of the better Atari games. 
I don't really love the Atari. I was a little... That's like past my generation. We're not built for it. That's like yeah. saying that... This, this goes back in the Nintendo 64 controller. If you had <laughs> built the Nintendo 64 controller in the 30s, I would understand why it was the way it was because there was no controllers then. Like, right. <laughs> but And I get what they did with... Because I grew up with an Atari and I liked playing it, but I more liked playing it because I got to use the pirated games. So I had a lot yeah. more Atari games than most people did and I got to use like a cool piece of technology that seemed real fancy but was really almost completely irrelevant already i mean there was a few atari games that i enjoyed but yeah he made yars revenge i guess it's one of the better ones he also made uh raiders of the lost ark interesting which was the first ever movie turned into a video game was it yeah did you check japan uh <laughs> i mean i didn't double check but it was it, just it on seemed the like yeah. everywhere uh this is definitely the first movie turned into a video game which was a huge success for atari so so it became everything forever <laughs> well in the winter of 82 oh my uh, god when you... et was about to come out or it had just come out i think was about to come out um and you know like the holidays were coming up atari was kind of starting to struggle as a company and so they gave this dude a six-week development time. Uh, the game, as far as gameplay is, like you're searching for three parts of a phone so that E.T. can phone home, except it's randomly generated where the piece of the phone is going to land. And you're basically walking around a map that has pits everywhere while a detective, I think he's an FBI agent officially, yeah, uh, chases you around. And once you fall into the pit to find the phone piece, you also have to float out of it, which was kind of difficult. I've never played the game. Neither, but I, everything I've heard about it sounds like I want to play it and then be mad at it. <laughs> and then when you find the three pieces of the phone, you also have to find his spaceship to do the whole like ET phone home thing. Yeah, and it's apparently invisibly placed. Yeah, and it's also random. So you just made me, the way you framed this, where you're like, the winter of, is this actually, <laughs> like, what's the tale when he's visited by the three ghosts? Like, this guy just got <laughs> fucked with on Christmas, and was like, fine, I'm gonna do a Christmas carol, or whatever the fuck it is. What is the name of that movie? Uh, or play first? I think it's A Christmas Carol. Is you're it? talking about Did I Ebenezer get, Scrooge. Yeah, I got and, something right about a play. What, the past, present, and the future? Yeah, he was just all pissed off making a terrible game. He's like, and the three phone parts represent my past, present, and future lives. <laughs> and when he got done making the fucking game, he ran out front and just yelled at some homeless guy, what year is it? <laughs> yeah, it is Christmas Carol. I had to double check. Nice. That's definitely how that was made. He thought he was doing a new rendition of Christmas Carol. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to the guy afterwards as far as success. Howard Scott Warshaw, the developer. But the game did lead to what is called the Atari Shock. I guess the Japanese coined that term. Uh, because it destroyed the video game industry for the next two uh, years. I thought you were going to say it also somehow destroyed your Atari. I was like, <laughs> wow, they, I didn't know about that twist in here. They physically fucked that up. 
Yeah, they just brick your console. Could um, you actually brick an Atari? Is there enough stuff in there to brick? I don't know. I feel like it would be an impressive feat, almost. I feel like, like it's kind of impressive that there was randomly generated stuff that was hard to find in a video game that old. Yeah, I guess so. Randomness. Exactly. <laughs> Randomness It can be difficult. It can be easy. But it's also like you have a certain amount of picks. Like you can't get too terribly random with that random generator right it's not like the world is huge either i'm gonna guess that it actually random like its trick was it generated in the same place two and three times sometimes (laughs) yeah because you're like i won't search there (laughs) and no one would ever think that because it's supposed to be random (laughs) right i mean so it did lead to the downfall of the video game industry for a couple years basically until the nes really which I'm kind of okay with the NES being... I'm glad that Nintendo was who ushered us back into video games. Yeah, like, for sure. They have a much more... Like, they're a real weird company, but they tend to lean more towards uh, being nice, at least publicly, in their games. <laughs> right. Like, we got Mario instead of Doom first. <laughs> True. Both important, both necessary. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> but probably, yeah, Mario first is yeah, a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Get used to woohoo before blam, blam, blam. Have you been injured in a large public gathering? Including, but not limited to, a flash mob, revolution, or protest? Suffered a serious physical or mental injury due to the negligent and unsafe environment at said event? Call the cow. We'll milk the shit out of the defendant. With over 75 years combined experience in the legal field, one of our esteemed legal representatives will ensure you receive justice. And they will also ensure that you receive 12 complimentary Wagyu beef steaks if you choose the pro package. Hold up. Didn't you just say that you're the cow? You did that whole thing with the sound effect and the milking metaphor? This isn't some kind of weird cannibalism, is it? Oh, look who thinks they're the lawyer now. But no, that's ridiculous. Cows have been gone for centuries. Remember, in today's society, you need a name that you can trust. One that will fight for your rights. One that understands how dangerous and wrong it is to protest, and will hold those who do so accountable. Don't wait any longer. Ring this cow's bell today. Wait, I just realized that you actually said you were going to milk the defendant. So the cow thing doesn't make any sense. Unless you think that you could manage to actually milk a cow when you yourself have hooks. Get out of here, kid. And if you work for Unicorp, mention code WAGESLAVE and have the legal fees deducted directly from your paycheck. Call the cow today and we'll steer you in the right direction. for your future video games based on movies are terrible right so i want to go over some other terrible ones i do also have some of the best ones but we'll save those for last have you ever heard of the fight club video game 
I actually have heard of Fight Club <laughs> video game, but the only thing I've heard about the Fight Club video game is uh, character creation. Is uh, you basically make a guy and then you just never see him again? I believe. Oh really? Like you just—I think you're allowed to choose his face and then you just never get to see his face again. I mean that makes sense. Uh, the cutscenes were slideshows, so they probably didn't have like a pre-prepared slideshow with. That here. would be impressive. <laughs> I mean, also probably easy. So funny that they did. Well, if that's the when, case, but that was made. <laughs> like I think that would have been like. 2014 15 that you could do that easily yeah there were cutscenes. it was just slideshows with like horrible uh voice acting over it they didn't have the rights to any of the bigger actors you know like ed norton or brad pitt is this the one where they just kind of mention everybody that's in the movie <laughs> yeah. and they just like they're like oh you just missed him <laughs> I think the characters are in the game, but I think there's a lot of that, like, kind of dancing around it, and they don't look anything like them. Yeah, see, Fight Club does something, I guess, that I would like to happen more in video games, where you're not the main character, and you're just kind of walking around in their world, <laughs> but it did a very bad job, apparently. Well, they didn't get the rights to the biggest actors, but they did get the rights to Fred Durst. So he's in the game. That's terrible. <laughs> you don't like Limp Biscuit? No. What? Why would I like Limp Biscuit? Not only that, but like chubby dudes with backwards on caps that don't think it's funny that they're chubby dudes with backwards on caps <laughs> is not cool. Like you can't be a chubby dude with your hat on backwards and take yourself super seriously. Yeah. Do you think they were allowed to talk about the game while they developed it? Did do you think that anyone's going to talk to Fred Durst for more than 30 seconds about the video game that he's in? <laughs> like, if Fred Durst approached you and was like, I'm in a game, I'd be like, cool story, man. Like, uh, I'm going to go over there. Yeah. First rule of Fight Club, though. Is you don't talk about Fred Durst. <laughs> exactly. That's That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of similar era. There was a, a Fast and Furious video game. Did you drive in it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah? That means that there's no chance that I would play that. <laughs> it came out around the time of Fast and Furious 6. Which one is 6? Is 6 Tokyo Drift? No, I think Tokyo Drift was early. So here's some things that I'm going to tell you about the Fast and the Furious franchise that make it great. And I have only seen two Fast and Furious movies, and I like have a real... I've been trying to get set aside time to watch all of them in a row. Yeah. Um, the third one is the sixth one, and they don't reveal that at all in the universe until the seventh one. What? Yeah. And they were like, oh, or you until... thought you just saw six. So basically, I guess in number two, one of the kids gets sent away... And they make Tokyo Drift next, and you, you just assume that it's right after because it's following one of the characters. Okay. But really, it's like five or six years in the future or some shit. Damn. But I don't actually know how it fits together, so any of the Fast and the Furious fans that are furious at me, <laughs> relax, I'm going to watch them all and I'll get it straight. Because I didn't know that there was actual storyline and the whole uh, P. 
people talking about the Toretto being only about family memes kind of broke down. I'm like, yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, you guys just made a violent car movie about family. Are you familiar with the Golden Compass? Yes, actually. The Golden <laughs> Compass is something that uh, they keep trying to make into visual mediums and failing at, including the last one. They just canceled another one like two years ago on HBO that was really good. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Well, that's because the it, I think it's like zero famous actors. Yeah. I think maybe a couple of the older actors are, but it's mostly kids. So there's like no right. way to really hype it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a Golden Compass game that came out. It I remember has... the cover because it's got the bear in armor on it. Yeah, it has a fantastic soundtrack, but the game is just trash. That's awesome. Can you get the game to rip the soundtrack off of it? Is it cheaper than the soundtrack? Uh, it's probably a dollar for that game. Yeah, I think it's um GameCube game though, so it might be more. Uh, it might be so, multi-platform too. Yeah, but uh, let's see. Normal disc drives can fit micro CDs. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can get, like, an adapter, probably. No, it's just that's what that little dip is. Because that's what um, I foolishly used to. Do you remember when people were using the cut CDs as business cards for a little bit? Oh, yeah. I would collect those and just put them on my computer all of the time. And yeah, they fit yeah. in that little drive. Yeah, that's a those terrible awesome. idea. You do not take a disc from a stranger <laughs> load that shit into your computer without doing anything to it. I, I guess it's on... Uh... It's on that whole generation, pretty much. It, it's on PS2 and PS3. PS2 is currently my favorite PlayStation. Yeah, I think it's my all-time favorite, for sure. I feel like if they just updated the entire PS2 catalog to PS5, I would be content with that as the substitution for having no games. <laughs> You're talking about if they made it backwards compatible or what? No, or if just they listed just, everything on the PlayStation Store? No, if they just remade everything, like just the whole catalog. Like all of 2023 was them just being like, all right, this week we're going to do this entire range of games. Yeah, and like just, we're doing A through F. <laughs> yeah, and just re-release the entire catalog and I would be happy. Slight updates and graphics, like get do whatever you need to do to run it and then sell the physical copies. One by one? Or like I would I would personally <laughs> request some form of like this many of this genre a month. There was I think it was twenty thirteen, Rambo the video game came out. <laughs> that seems like that should be a slam dunk. Yeah, except it was basically like a arcade shooter, like with a light gun. Yeah. Uh, except they've released it on consoles that, that like didn't have an attachment. Oh, so you just had to play it. So it was like literally <laughs> mapped for a light gun, and they're just like use coordinate pads. Yeah. And it was like on rails and everything, so you can't like walk around or explore the world. Uh, like, that it's was just a game where you shoot. I mean, Generation X was real good, and that's all it was. Oh yeah, there's a few games. Area Fifty One, I like that. Yeah, game. but Area Fifty One at home is not good. Generation right. X at home is good. 
Oh, okay. Like it's actually I haven't played fun. the port. I I remember it was on yeah. PlayStation. It was on Sega too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that because that's that is one of the only Sega video games I have beaten. <laughs> nice. And I beat it many times because that was the only thing to do when I tried to uh, give a chance. <laughs> you played Generation X. I would him. go over to his house and play Generation X, and then we would go to. Do you remember when Fry's was Smith's? Yeah. And Smith's had an arcade in it. Yeah. Most grocery stores had yeah. like at least a mini arcade. Yeah, which is crazy. It, was, it was only like four uh, cabinets. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the first time I ever got uh, almost killed by a car and yelled at by the police because <laughs> it's a real bad influence and you shouldn't hang out with them. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> they were all right. <laughs> um, there was a Back to the Future game on the NES. Did you ever play it? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, my NES experiences are... So that was the console I had, and we had like five games. And yeah. I was more into SNES, and that's when I would just go, like if I was over at my friend's house, and it was the choice between the two, I'd be like SNES every time, no matter what. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but So that was like, that was generally around when I started having friends, so it's when it was normal to have a Super Nintendo. Yeah. And what I, because I had, I was allowed to rent a game for a while when I was little, a week for the regular Nintendo. Yep. So, like, that's how I know the Barbie game is excellent. Nice. That's how I know A Bug's Life for the PS1 is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing happened to me. It's like every once in a while I could rent a game. Yeah. Bug's Life for PS1. I got that game. I played through the whole thing, even though I hated it. Because I was like, like I, well, I for the next this, five games, this to. is, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. Do you remember before they figured out the video game rental time thing? And, like, the max you could rent a video game for was, like, three days. And you're like, this is impossible to do anything on any game. That's probably why yeah. Madden did well. Yeah, because you can just pick it up and play it. Yeah. Yeah, the Back to the Future game, um, it, it basically just has nothing to do with the movie, but they kind of tried to make it have things to do with the movie. Is it secretly another game? Yeah, it's basically just a collection of ripoffs of other games, but poorly executed, and then with like a weird movie tie-in angle that doesn't really work. Yeah, they tried to Mario it, and so far Mario's <laughs> the only thing that you can Mario things with. Yeah. that's Has that been named as a phenomenon yet? <laughs> Where like Mario's the only completely accepted in any role character ever made? I will be in the future when it's a religion. Oh but. man, I hope. I <laughs> fucking uh, there's just people going, ha, ha, yeah. uh, Mama Mia. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of Shrek games, but they... I, I so Shrek <laughs> is almost the perfect example of what a movie to video game situation is to me, where it's like this was very obviously made by people who don't make games that yeah. don't like look at the source material and that have <laughs> a basic understanding of like business and just absolutely no connection with like what fun is yeah i think there's two games that i feel like or two uh ip that like encapsulate this whole idea and it's shrek and spongebob 
See, I feel that way about the Lord of the Rings movie games. The ones that are just like straight on railroads that are just button mashers. Like, why even make this game about Lord of the Rings? Change all of the characters to something different. And this game is the exact same game, but slightly better. Because yeah. I'm not like watching something that I just want. It's a three hour movie. It takes a while <laughs> to reset that storyline in your head and like make it okay to watch again. So yeah. then to turn it into a seven hour game. <laughs> like, cool. I'll just listen to it read aloud while I play this and go completely insane. Yeah. Are I you talking totally about know. which ones? Like the Two Towers or Return of the King? I do believe it's Two Towers and Return of the King. The ones where it's like straight on rails and there's a couple of like large reaction monsters that's okay. like, like the whole thing there's no way to go the wrong direction there's absolutely no exploration <laughs> and i think you don't even get all four buttons to like do stuff you can't jump it's all just straightforward hidden stuff Huh. But it's a waste of, like, that's a fine game to make that kind of game if you want that kind of game. Right. Why did you make that the Lord of the Rings game? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people consider those two. I'm not know. sure if we're talking about the same no, game. No, we are. Okay. I know a lot of people think they're the best things ever. And those people do not. Those people just like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They don't like video games. I'm sorry. I had the two towers. I thought it was a really fun game. See, fun game. Yeah. No reason to waste a good storyline on something that's just a fun mechanic. Like, that's what I get upset about. And it's okay. like, if you're going to go through the trouble of forcing me to watch this movie again, which <laughs> I'm not against watching the movie again, but it does take a long time, make it a more interesting way of doing it than this button mashing. I see what you mean. It can get a little repetitive, for sure. I mean, you're just fighting back hordes of... Yeah. Enemies and, it's, and a lot it's of it. super fun. It's, yeah. Yeah. Just fucking. It could get button mashing. Change any of those guys to any characters, turn them all into pink ninjas, and it's just <laughs> as fun a game, and you still have that IP open and ready to use. They did put um, FMV scenes, full motion video. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's like still a thing. I'm it sure is, they've moved on to something so, else. Uh, Mass Effect actually has something to do with why that's not really used as much. Because oh, Mass okay. Effect tried to make commercials passing off not even in-game live action. like So they were just filming people for the commercials, putting them in the commercials, putting just a couple of snippets of gameplay in that you couldn't really tell and were like still images and shit. And just not, oh, yeah, yeah. Just not, not saying that those right. are actors and that that's not in-game play. Right, I remember that. So like a lot of people got like kind of eerie about it. So now when they see it in video game commercials, it actually turns like our generation off because we're like, <laughs> remember that one time where if they had just made the game like that, like we can fully map humans in games and make a full, we, we did. That's used to be how we made them. Yeah, for sure. Like Mortal Kombat, even famous yeah. example. I don't think they're the first. Uh, uh, Zork. Zork did that. All of the Zork games. Zork Grand Inquisitor. Excellent game. You would fucking love Check um, that out. All of the Zork games are well. So Zork games after um, they become like get out of the text realm because they're all old text games. Like yeah. I think one and two are, but the rest of them are uh, mist style puzzle games okay. slash 
just click on the item and hope that it does what you want it to do when you go up to the thing sometimes. <laughs> but they're all more comedy-based. Right. Shrek has four racing games. What I just the... thought that was interesting. Why? <laughs> Side note. That goes to the Mario thing. They just tried to Mario that. How is... Yeah. Are, so, I have to know. Are they driving cars in the racing games? Or is it like donkeys on the dragon... Like Shrek's got a cart that he's pulling <laughs> with Fiona in it or something. I watched a little. They're basically cart racers. Um, I'm not sure if there's like dragons and stuff as far as the carts. I, when I saw it, I think Shrek was like in some kind of like log mobile. That makes, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. That's very reminiscent of like, uh, I feel like Luigi always ends up in the crappy like, oh, this is a stick truck. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, some like rickety soapbox car. We mentioned it in the last episode, I believe. There was a Street Fighter the movie video game. Yes, the most <laughs> meta thing I have ever heard. Yeah, it was in arcades and it was uh, available as a home console version on the yeah, PS1. The first guy you are is the director, and you have to go find <laughs> all of your like cast and crew throughout the world, and you make all of the uh, teamsters fight to see who gets to be like lead grip. I think that's how that works. I don't. Yeah, exactly. After the tutorial, yeah. obviously. But... Yes, and then it ends with the opening screen to the first Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> And the guy that's just like, whoopsies. <laughs> uh, there was a Charlie's Angels video game. Remember when they reprised the Charlie's Angels early 2000s? I saw the first one and I loved that movie. Tom Green was in it. I, okay. That's, <laughs> that, that's where that's he met the... Drew Barrymore. Remember they were married for like two years or something? I can see how somebody would marry Tom Green for two years and be like, hmm. <laughs> I've made a All great mistake. All of this was real. <laughs> Tom Green, uh, he seems like an awesome guy, but yeah. I yeah, think... he's he is definitely somebody who got too used to like drawing a line a little further down the road <laughs> than probably necessary. Yeah. I do I did not think I was gonna like the Tom Green movie when it came out, so I didn't see it for fifteen years, and it turns out it was alright. He had a whole movie? What it was like the Tom Green show movie? It was, no, or what? it was no, because the Tom Green show was like him doing skits and stuff. Are you talking about Freddie Got Fingered? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the Tom Green movie. That the movie is about Tom Green. Yeah, people hate on that movie. It's always on those like worst movies ever. Yeah, it's lists. not that bad. Yeah, Everyone's it's just pretty upset medium. that Tom Green like does gross stuff. Yeah. Those there's I think he like does the utter thing in that. Uh, does he? I know I he forget. does something that's like gross and very. It's like a sausage thing. No, I kind of no, remember the song. Funny. That is yeah. hilarious to me. And I didn't <laughs> yeah. think it was going to be funny because it's Daddy, would you like some sausage? And that like look that he gets. Is, like, is, this, yeah. li- is this your LeBaron? I don't see anybody else's LeBaron. <laughs> but no, he does like something with an animal in it that's like just super jarring and kind of snaps you out. And you're like, oh, that's right. I'm watching Tom Green, not a normal <laughs> fucking movie. That'd be cool if he was like an unlockable character in this video game, but he's not. Um. He's the main character, <laughs> and no one knows why they made this decision. He's Charlie. <laughs> it's basically like a bad 3D beat 'em up. Um, you can play as all three angels, but it doesn't make any difference because they all have the exact, exact same moves. And it basically turns into like a button masher because there's no like challenge or anything. So 
It's just a pretty generic, boring yeah, game. Um, there's also a video game based on The Crow. You know that? Are you familiar with The Crow? This is a the game crow? I feel like, I, well, I'm very familiar with the movie <laughs> The Crow, but I also, this is one where I have like the cover of the game, I believe, just in my head. I think I remember it. I remember it on Dreamcast. I think it was on a few different platforms. Let's see. Oh, it looks like it was on Sega Saturn. It, it's basically just the cover of the movie, I believe. Now, okay, I guess it is Sega yeah. Saturn, not Dreamcast. I wonder if they put it on Dreamcast, too. That's the exact fucking cover of Batman. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow, am I making that up? It's called misremembering if you don't do it on purpose, Adam. Oh, no, it is it is on Dreamcast. Like, and I'm right. <laughs> Phew. If there wasn't the crow on Dreamcast, I would have. <laughs> really looked a fool, Adam. Like we've never said anything at all. That was <laughs> like that one time where both of us just don't know what's in any movie. Yeah. No, we're always just exactly correct on this podcast. Yeah, there was a crow video game. It was kind of like Resident Evil. Oh, so like the bad parts about Resident Evil? Yeah, okay. like imagine like the first. I yeah, think it was the first two controls. Yeah, where you're basically looking at a still shot or like the same shot. The camera doesn't move with you, and you have to move around the screen. But it's like confusing and disorienting. The only reason why that's disorienting to me is because of the controls. Because that's the way Parasite Eve is, and yeah. I love Parasite Eve. Although I will say I played Parasite Eve two first, and it took me all the way almost through the game to realize I got powers. <laughs> so like at some point in time, I just hit the menu button without like for the first time, I was like, Oh, I got all these levels and could shoot fireballs and shit. I, I thought this game was just really hard. On the subject of survival horror, this is a good segue into the best uh, video games based on movies. There was, have you ever heard of the film Sweet Home? What? Like, <laughs> probably not. So it's an 80s Japanese horror movie. Uh, it's made by Kiyoshi Kurosawa. He, who actually was involved in the development of the video game as well. Oh, that's, see, how you're supposed to do things. <laughs> you, like, get the people who care about them involved. Yeah, and this game basically invented the survival horror genre. It was on NES. Are you so sure that wasn't E.T.? <laughs> Basically invented that genre and kind of... This is the game that Resident Evil is based off of as well. Nice. Uh, Resident Evil was actually initially planned as a remake of this game. But they um, didn't have the rights to anything? No, they actually... I I believe they could have gotten the rights because it was like 80s horror movies, you know, who knows who like owns those rights and I feel like you could get them cheap at the time. I mean, yeah, you could get them cheap. <laughs> yeah. The only people who couldn't get their rights to the movies was the people who originally made them in the 80s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um but I bring that up because the guy who made Resident Evil actually brought on the dude that uh made Sweet Home. So okay, that, gotcha. Yeah, that guy's name is uh, Fujiwara. That so, made Sweet Home. Yeah. Well, so is Sweet Home just about a creepy family? So the movie Sweet Home and the game is 
pretty closely tied to it. Uh, it's not an exact copy, and the game actually adds on to the story a little. That's why I think that it should be okay to make movies in the game sometimes. Because you can just give the extra two hours or whatever you needed to to finish a thought instead of having exactly. bad cinematography. Yeah, I think it's actually a great segue because you can add a lot of story and you bring the interactive element. Yeah. So it's like, if you enjoy the movie, that's a great way to keep it going. Yeah, and there's also like, you can control how much re-interaction like, you want with it. Like I <laughs> right. was saying, like, <laughs> yeah. you can just be like, no... Yeah, if you're, like, worried about your IP or, like, I don't want certain things to happen, it's like, well, you can still control it. (laughs) It'll still be good when we're done with it. So the the movie basically is about uh, this famous painter. His name is Ichiro. Basically, in the timeline of the movie, it's, like, 30 years ago, Ichiro went missing. He just disappeared out of nowhere. But there's this... Legend, I suppose you call it. Let me take a guess on how to send. He lives in a well in the backyard. <laughs> Good guess. No. Damn. Uh, <laughs> there's no well. So there's this like legend that he hid some of his paintings in this mansion that he used to live in, but no one's been in it or whatever. So there's this investigative, <laughs> investigative. Yeah, that's the word. Investigative team that forms to go and search the mansion and try to you know find the paintings and also perhaps solve the mystery of what happened to Ichiro Scooby-Doo but if they stole shit <laughs> yeah pretty much so this team is investigating this you know decrepit mansion and it's also haunted by a ghost the ghost is uh Ichiro's wife and basically what you learn in the movie is that 30 years ago um you know when ichiro went disappearing went missing went disappearing hey man i've gone disappearing (laughs) it's just intentional missing (laughs) basically what happened was his wife accidentally threw their kid into the house incinerator okay (laughs) you you know because you have you know, the incinerator in your house well, that so you have. Well, so a house incinerator <laughs> is a thing that is real that I'm, I just don't know why you would carry your baby over one. Like the right. accidentally and the hot incinerator, like there's some negligence involved. This <laughs> yeah. wasn't like an unforeseen accident if this is something that happened. So, you know, her kid goes into the incinerator, but... She felt bad. She didn't want the kid to be alone. So she collects other kids to throw into the incinerator so that her kid has someone to play with. Okay, is the incinerator on or off? Are they starving to death or burning? <laughs> They're burning. That's better than starving to death if it's an incinerator. Like a pile of dead, starving children that's like dying one at a time and just has like, yeah, that's it's very gruesome what came into my head when I was like, wait. Yeah, both pretty horrible. Uh... But eventually she commits suicide. And because she committed suicide, she can't move on. So her ghost is angry and she just haunts the mansion. There's no kid ghosts? None of those kids were (laughs) mad that they got incinerated? Well, I guess they're at peace, right? They get to move on. Like, it sucks what happened. So if you go by, like, Supernatural, the TV show logic, if you burn the bones of a ghost, they go away. Oh, 
Yeah, that's like there is like some. Maybe there's a little bit of that too. <laughs> These kids. Yeah, if you burn, just yeah. remember to burn the bones to make them go away all the way. Uh, this game is special though because it introduced some uh some gameplay concepts which were novel at the time. And by the way, I should mention first, this game was never released in the U.S. It is Japan only. Um, probably because the movie was also Japan only. Well, I uh, mean, I feel like that can be corrected nowadays. Both of these <laughs> things. But at the, some people say, too, like at the time, Nintendo was the more kid-friendly Oh, yeah, one. Nintendo would not have carried a fucking murder movie. Yeah. So they, they do some loopy shit where you're like, all right, this is kind of inadvertently a terrifying death story. Like, quite often <laughs> they'll be like, and your family is in terrible danger from a plague or something. But they don't, like, straight up be like, this, this bitch's been burning children for years. <laughs> right. And the game was considered kind of violent for the time. Like, now looking at it, it's a joke. Like, you're just seeing, like, pixels it's, of a monster, no, like, separating in well, half. And the concept of having, like, that is actually almost, like, classy. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, they did release the game in Japan. They've tended to be more kid-friendly in America, so for whatever reason, it didn't come out. But it did introduce a lot of gameplay concepts that were new at the time and became important. So there's five endings to the game, is it the which first is pretty cool. Endings? I don't think it's the first. That's actually an interesting question. Um, it was one of the first. I do know that. It... You have multiple uh, party members okay, with you, which I don't think was a new concept either. But there are kind of action scenes that at times it can happen randomly, I believe. Um, but it's basically like a quick react, like life yeah. or death kind of things. Press and A now. Yeah. And it can lead to obviously a different ending of the game. Um, but also just a, like a different path to completing the game. So item collection is really important. Um, some characters are the only ones that can carry certain items. Gotcha. So and, it developed the one-player team-based game. Yeah. And it has basically the same mechanic as Resident Evil. You know, Resident Evil is based off of it. Um where like you have an item or an artifact that interacts with something in the environment yeah. and that leads to like the next stage of the game sometimes you gotta go find that candlestick and turn it just one quarter <laughs> and inside there you're gonna get a jewel and you're gonna want to take that jewel about 15 minutes backwards in the game put in a little little thing with the jewel hole in it and then you turn that and that you're gonna hear a sound <laughs> And that unlocked something somewhere in the game that you now have to find just kind of willy-nilly. Exactly. So, yeah, in addition to that mechanic, like only some players could carry certain things, there was also item memory throughout the game. So, like, you could carry something and set it down, yeah, and, it, and was, it would stay in that I was place. so impressed the first game I ever saw that did that. <laughs> yeah. What? You can just have stuff? Uh, which was important for the completion of the game and the whole alternate path thing. You just leave a broomstick out at the very beginning of the game and it trips the final <laughs> boss. Yeah, when you would lose a 
party member or they would die, their body would stay there too. And you could actually pick up items that were uh, representative of their particular skill off of the corpse. So you could kind of keep using that skill after they die. So if they had lockpick set, you could take their lockpick set? Yeah, I think. That's called looting a corpse, Adam. (laughs) That was a nice way of saying stealing from your friend's dead body. How many episodes is that now for uh, looting, looting a dead corpse? I mean, <laughs> if, if you're going to get into it, that's <laughs> a lot of what some video games are. Yeah, it's just big stat machines. How many games have you fucking played where you loot a corpse still in battle? Uh, <laughs> I mean, plenty. Yeah, like all of them. You're like, Dude, well, hold on a second. I'm just going to see what this guy has. You're shooting fireballs at me, but yeah. this guy might have seven gold. Yeah, I got to grab this guy's wallet real quick. Hold up. Approached by a corporate lawyer whose legal advice landed you with a hefty prison sentence. Do you feel like you didn't receive the attention and care that your case deserved? Was your lawyer constantly making bovine metaphors and refusing to listen to your testimony? Were you supplied with so-called premium stakes by your lawyer? And afterwards? Your employer started quoting the intimate details of your communications? Look, we've all fallen victim to a sleazy lawyer who claimed to have our best interests at heart. Don't be ashamed. If you have a problem with a cow, what you need is a butcher. And luckily now you know one. Contact me. And we'll make a cheeseburger no pickles out of the opposition. And look, metaphors aren't really my thing, but that's not important. Give me a call, I'll win your case. Five, 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 the butcher. This message was brought to you by the Revolution LLC. I mean, as far as other <laughs> good movie video games can you think of any there's one that... problem is i i found out young in life that they're mostly corporate produced pieces of shit and i just never that's why when i looked at the list i got all lost so i was like i didn't <laughs> yeah. realize that they made hundreds of these fucking things i know and like most of them i'll never give a chance so it's like yeah i you're see gonna the cover that and I'm like, rare. Oh, that's there because it's even like the aliens games yeah. The Aliens games, like, usually look all right, but they almost always have terrible controls. And yeah. it's like, you don't get past that. Yeah, so a lot of, like, Aliens seems like kind of love or hate. Aliens Isolation and Al- Aliens versus Predator seem to get some love. Yeah, there's they all have, like, interesting concepts to some degree. Yeah. Whatever the PlayStation 3 one was, was fucking unplayable due to controls. Yeah, like I played the first twenty minutes of it about four times. I was like, "Well, I, uh, I'll just make up stuff about this in my head instead." <laughs> um, there's an obvious one that I was trying to think of all of them, right? Because I'm like, there's a handful that I've played that were all right. It was on sixty four. Can you think of it? Shadow of the Empire. 
Because uh, it's not really after. A I movie. guess that's technically. It, it's not. <laughs> they just made the prequel to that movie to that game as a movie. Some people say that this game is better than the movie. Is it the actual Star Wars games? Because they were weird. <laughs> no, Goldeneye. Oh, I was not a huge <laughs> Goldeneye fan. Yeah, I didn't play a ton of Goldeneye. I played so much Goldeneye. I had a Nintendo 64. <laughs> you just weren't a fan. I well, I That was know. your game. You're like, uh, 5 out of 10, 1,000 hours played. They were $60 in the <laughs> 90s, Adam. How many... Like, Jesus. Getting my mom to buy me a game was a lot like going to the emergency room where she's just like, you better be dying. So you make some mistakes sometimes and you get GoldenEye instead of another game because you want to try something new and it turns out that you hate games that are mostly fun in multiple player. <laughs> exactly. That game was all about multiplayer. Yeah. I made several video game mistakes as a kid and one of them was wanting a Nintendo 64 more than a PlayStation. <laughs> so that's one of them. I think there's one... Oh yeah, the other g- game that people say is better than the movie perhaps i agree with this one is x-men origins wolverine oh that game so i did not beat that game but that game is super fun it has real good uh representations of his senses yeah it's uh it's really like violent too well i mean it's wolverine's power set is rip things apart (laughs) yeah there's no soft way to do that unless you give him a gun yeah. Which would be funny if they made a Wolverine game that the entire premise you're just walking around with a pistol. <laughs> I feel like in other I mean he's been in other games though, and they always well, they I feel like him, they represent him a little softer. Well, they don't give him moves where he actually sticks people. Like he yeah. hits them with his claws, but he doesn't like push them up in the air and then like <laughs> right. give them a threefer. <laughs> juggle them. The original two piece Minnesota. Oh my god! <laughs> Delicious. That so those are the two that I saw kind of like frequently. Yeah, there's yeah, so there's totally not many. I don't even think I remember Origins, the movie. Yeah, I feel I like I kind of do. I feel like I remember a fight with Sabretooth. That's the one where he had the bone claw, right? Come out of his. Well, I mean, it is in the comic book, but I don't. Yeah, and they did it in later movies, but I'm saying I think that was the first one. Where he had the the bone. That would have been. That had to have been. Because I think the original origin starts when he's in, like, the Civil War or some shit. There are some other decent... I mean, those are, like, surpassing the movie. But there are some other pretty good movie (laughs) This is a weird direction to go. (laughs) (laughs) The order of things you're like, and, uh... Oh, should I have saved it? Well, it's gonna... The best (laughs) for middle. Um, Tron? I will wait. The Neutron or the Old Tron? The Old Tron. Although the Neutron is decent, I think. I haven't played the Neutron. Neutron? <laughs> You're just trying to get me to say Neutron. <laughs> no, that just totally <laughs> threw me <laughs> through a loop because I was like, I love that word. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like I didn't like the Tron Atari game. Oh, I haven't played Atari. I played the arcade one. I'm trying to that remember has the wheel. if I... But yeah, I feel like I actually liked that movie, which I haven't seen it since I was 10, so I might be wrong about that. It's it's decent. It's like it's fun to watch now. 
I know um, I didn't like Tron Legacy. I thought Tron Legacy was all right. The first Tron is probably more entertaining. I thought there was like something weird about the genealogy going on with that, where it's like, if you were stuck in this... Like, the timeline and the father-son thing confused me, I believe. And really, I was just like, you can... This is just to make this video game. <laughs> which you're going to make as like a corporate piece of trash. <laughs> yeah. The Batman games? Really, the Arkham games were yeah, because, based off the comics, not the yeah. movies. But there was a Batman Begins game. It, that wasn't total trash. That was that <laughs> glowing review for movie fucking video games. Yeah, it did have an interesting mechanic. Uh, I played this one on GameCube um, where you didn't have to fight your enemies. You could just scare them. That's kind of a good Batman move. Yeah. I joined this group called Comics Out of Context on Facebook, <laughs> which I think okay. is both the nerdiest and like I the most boomerous thing I've done is joined Facebook groups. But there's a lot of talk about uh people just really like it when they're like just abandon the Batman as the technological thing. Like he still has all that, but they don't highlight that and they just make him like a terrifying monster looking thing in the corner. <laughs> like most of what he does is just scare people and throw them off roofs. Um, the Batman games early on were pretty decent too. I don't know if you ever played the NES one. I don't think I did because I don't think I would have played a Batman side scroller. Mm. I got tired of side scrollers at uh, Turtles in Time. Okay, Fuck that train. <laughs> uh, so Batman, there's a Batman Returns game that was pretty good, and a Batman Forever game that was decent. Did you ever play the first Lord of the Rings game? No. It was for Super Nintendo, right? Pretty sure. It was a, yeah, it had to have been Super Nintendo because the graphics were too good for NES. I loved that game, and for all accounts, I didn't get anywhere in that game. I just walked <laughs> around the Shire. Nice. That was one of them that uh, I would rent, that I could only rent for three days from the Smiths. <laughs> and I would rent, like... Every time I could for forever until I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. This is before I knew that sometimes you had to stop and read what <laughs> yeah. the hell's going on in the game. <laughs> a lot of the kind of early Disney games were pretty good. I don't know if you played Aladdin, oh, Lion no. King. So I will say all of the Super Nintendo Disney games at the beginning, when Disney was breaking into video games, they did an excellent job of making addictive and infuriating games. Yeah, like that Lion King. The Lion King, King game. Hyena. I, I didn't. It was the spit or the frog. Well, there's the giraffe level. And then. I don't even think I got that far. I just remember this one frog that spits. And the spit actually had like a little <laughs> bit of a string back to it that was in like the mapping of the sprite. <laughs> okay. And it would like infuriate me because I'd be completely clear of it and it just like hit the back <laughs> corner of my paw. And I'm like, I, I don't have any fucking time for this. I'm going to go. <laughs> do something else was it a chameleon maybe no it was like a you you were young i feel like it was a yeah i feel like it was a jungle frog okay yeah maybe it might have been like right when you're getting to timon and pumbaa okay i forget all the specifics of it um they did re-release the lion king and aladdin as a collection uh recently and it was kind of cool that like they included the sega version for Aladdin, uh, the Sega version was like the superior version of it. I feel like I know that was. A 
uh, <laughs> yeah. game that I only played at his house on his Sega. <laughs> and I did love that game. And for some reason, putting in uh, passwords was fun. Oh, yeah. Was it like face icons? Yeah, it was all the face icons. And they yeah. kind of make... I don't know that they would make a specific noise for the character, but they would just make a noise when you locked them all in. Yeah. And it was like the noise it made when the thing spun was fun. Like, I just remember being like, it's almost as fun to enter passwords in this thing as it is to play. Yeah, it had character. Uh, That whole game, like, all of the backgrounds are amazing. The art's really cool. I remember the Sega version when you would turn it on was like a little animation of the oh, genie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did do I, th- a good I forget job what he does exactly. I think he like messes around with Iago, the bird character. I know who Iago is. I think <laughs> he did. The bird character. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah, RIP, true legend. Um those games were cool. There were also some Mickey games that were really good. Not exactly movie games, but... Yeah, I feel like that whole... They did a like small amount of time where they tried really hard. Yeah. And like, I don't know how Disney games are currently, because that's I'm not even going to... Oh, they're starting to get weird. They're, right now, um, what's the name of the game? It's basically like... Uh, it's kind of like a farming game. Where you or like Animal Crossing, where you're just playing as different Disney Stardew, characters? Oh, are they making like a Stardew Valley? Uh, well, it's like a 3D oh. like walk around kind of thing. So it's not. Okay. I think it is somewhat like so, Stardew Valley, yeah, but like, it's more like 3D yeah. open world ish. So like Stardew Valley meets Pikmin. Uh, well, Pikmin's more of like a combat strategy. Uh, I guess. I, well, I'm thinking more of the finding the pikmin part <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit i think what is it called something like disney valley or disney valley that sounds yeah, like a terrifying fucking disney dreamlight valley yeah that's what it is oh that reminds me of like the brats games like <laughs> in the 90s that weren't really games they were just menu screens yeah yeah, life sim. That's the category I'm looking for. So it's a life sim adventure game. I don't think it's safe to have a life sim adventure game. <laughs> That's like attach these personal items to you going and fighting tigers or something. <laughs> There's um so I mean GTA got, you know, was like the most popular game of the 2000s. I was going to say which onward. one? Because I'm pretty sure GTA 1 got a lot of shit for quite some time, even though it was popular. True, true. So I'm talking about 3 onwards, like once it became 3D open world. Uh, Obviously, there is a ton of clones of it, but a few of them that were actually good were based on movies. Um, Godfather 1 and 2 had GTA clones. Do you think they refused to make Godfather 3? Uh, probably or maybe it's a like another rights problem um there's a mad max game that's pretty sick Based it actually fury road so it actually doesn't follow Perfect. any of the movie plot that's lines. the shit that mad max should be because i'm a yeah. huge fan of the mad max universe as a whole like it's put together pretty damn good yeah, and that's basically all it is. So it's a mix of vehicular combat, 
uh, where you can like upgrade and like put different yeah. attachments and stuff on your vehicle. Window. Yeah, spray paint your face silver. Oh, God, you know, <laughs> like I've fucking inhaled a lot of spray paint by accident before. I would hate to know what happened if you were aiming for your mouth. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of vehicular combat, but there's also like land style combat <laughs> i don't know you're also a mammal for part the vehicular combat is in the air <laughs> the non-vehicular combat uh that's basically like the batman arkham style oh, really? combat yeah. i thought it was gonna be more like a, a bad get out of the car 3d go and club somebody in the back of the head <laughs> no so i guess a slightly more advanced than gta in a way because yeah. that's kind of what that yeah. that combat is although that's progressed now with like gta 5 and everything this one's kind of interesting a uh comic book about video games that turned into a movie that turned it back into a video game scott pilgrim versus the world oh, no this is i so i really liked this movie but i've never read the comic so Same. I don't know yeah. if I like it, and I have never played the video game. So the game is a 2D beat-em-up, but it has like a lot of object interaction and stuff. I feel like Ace is going to get mad. <laughs> is this not... like his favorite game? <laughs> I know. I think it's one of his, he likes the realm. The movie. Because, well, no, when I, I think he likes the manga or whatever. Oh, yeah, just the, the universe. Well, because when I was talking to him about the movie at one point in time, he was like, yeah, they do a bad job of explaining that like people just fight in that universe and that he's good at it. Like They don't really <laughs> explain that in the movie. They just jump into that going on and they don't really show anybody else fighting. Yeah, they're but like, well, like, Michael Sarah's just violent. You know that. But it's apparently like a thing in the that universe where people right. fight, and he is slightly known as somebody who is good at fighting. Yeah. So, which changes a little bit of everything, because I would have liked to seen battles with other people. Right, yeah. A more organized kind well, of deal. Well, no, like if he goes to the grocery store and two people are having a disagreement and they start fighting, and that's just going on in the background while he's having a conversation. <laughs> yeah that would have been fun but yeah the way that that movie was shot was most of what i liked about it i do have to mention and i've played these games and they're enjoyable games uh toy story 2 and spider-man 2 spider-man i love the toy story games that was like there was some contention as a kid <laughs> with uh Oh, I should remember his name because he pulled me out of traffic once when I crashed my bike. Ugh. I feel bad. It's like one of the few times I feel bad about that. But uh, we used to play that <laughs> game and get furious at each other because we played it very differently. And it's like, I don't even understand how we played it differently, but it was enough that we just kind of agreed not to play it. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've played both of them. I also played... So Toy Story 2 seems to be the one that people really love. I played Toy Story on the SNES. I thought that was a pretty good game. Uh, I remember it had some early 3D. Yeah. Like, you know, like the Doom style first person. There was like one level that had that. So it was pretty cool. Checks Mix. Yeah, Checks Quest. Oh, now this game I haven't played, but after watching some videos, I really want to play it. Uh, perhaps the best name on this list. And it is Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie. 
<laughs> At least they didn't even try. <laughs> There's a lot of cool looking things about this game. There's no HUD the whole time. So the heads up display, you know, something that'll show like your map and your items and whatever, like on the screen while you're playing constantly. So it gave the game like a more cinematic feel. Mm, I hate the uh, not knowing how much health I have. Well, so here's the thing. They didn't completely remove that stuff from the game. There's just uh, somewhat more realistic ways to do it. So, like, for example, um, to know how many bullets are left in your gun, you actually have to physically look at it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm literally talking about health, specifically (laughs) health. I hate any game that gives me a vague amount of health. Like, I don't hate the game, necessarily. I just hate that way of, like, oh, you're slightly red. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Now we have to hope that I didn't discover today that my vision is slightly out, and I now don't know the difference between that shade of red and that shade of red. (laughs) I do like it if it's both, like Doom. Like, you'd see the beat-up face, but then you get a percentage. Yeah, it's a good addition. It should not be the whole way you learn. And I get that it's kind of more realistic, but it goes away with being realistic when it goes away. So why not just tell me? I'm not Yeah, I'm not sure how health worked exactly. I didn't see anything about I would that. imagine if they did the gun thing that you got cuts on your arm or some shit. Probably. Um which I think is cool. That that is a doom thing as well. Your yeah. little guy in the corner. The other thing uh with the ammo was you'd have to listen to audio. So like you could check the amount of bullets, but then you also had magazines. So your character would say like, I have four magazines left on my belt or something like that. Yeah, just so you start out with a certain amount and then have to do math based on what the guy says <laughs> the whole time. I'm kind of okay with that. That's at least funny enough to be like, fuck, I forgot what I said. <laughs> yeah, so the game is kind of a mix of a uh, first person survival shooter. Where you're like an explorer, yeah. you know, going out and you have to like fight off different beasts and whatever. Just turn into the Amazon River game or whatever. Well, the other half of it is a third person gorilla simulator where you actually. What? <laughs> Way cooler. Where you actually get to play as Kong. And you hunt you? Uh, I don't know if you hunt. I guess humans, Kong wouldn't be. Yeah, you'd fight you fight T Rexes and shit. Yeah, exactly. You fight like giant beasts and dinosaurs and. On Monster Island. I liked the mon- like the reboot of Kong on Monster Island or whatever. It's Skull Island. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's well, a, they, a... well, Monster Island is where everybody ends up going. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a new... Uh, so it's not new. So old Monster Island's a thing, and they're re-rebooting new Monster Islands as a deal. Because that's the whole new Godzilla universe that they're rebooting. King of all monsters, I think. Nice. Yeah, the I Monster actually... Island Zars. You know them? Monster Island Zars. No. It's a is it's it a, a hip hop group. I was gonna say, is it a ska band? <laughs> MF Doom was involved with. Nice. Yeah. King Ghidorah. Uh, King Ghidorah, sir. <laughs> right, but he's King Ghidorah when he raps. <laughs> his name is King Ghidorah, and I have heard of him. <laughs> yeah. That's just somebody saying his name wrong. Like the kid in high school that called himself Jagger. <laughs> That annoyed the crap out of me so much. (laughs) Your name is not Jagger. It's cool if you want to pronounce it that way, and your parents told you it was, but that's not true. Uh, There's also an alternate ending that you can unlock 
or uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie. Where Mighty Joe Young just falls out <laughs> of a plane and King hits him. No, but you get to be a pilot and um, shoot yeah, down King Kong's attackers and the famous... Say, kidnap King Kong, like they do in the movie. No, you actually send him back uh, to the island. So you defend him from the attackers that are trying to shoot him down, and you ship him back to the island. That's weird. I so, so do you know what the Amazon River game is? Because I would like this to be an aspect, but I think it would be funnier if they did it for... Uh... If you were King Kong, because it would involve making a giant camera. <laughs> I don't think I know the Amazon River game. I think it's called Amazon River. It might be called something else, but it was like... Amazon Trail? Wait, is it Amazon I'm Trail? I'm mixing it with Oregon Trail. that's what I keep fucking thinking I'm doing, because I almost said Amazon Trail to begin with. But, but yeah. I think it was based off of that. I think I do know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you're just about. going down the river. Yeah. And it's the same mechanics. It's just updated. But instead of uh, shooting things... You took pictures of things, and you'd be like, there's a macaw. And you collected all of the animals and stuff, and I played the fuck out of that game. Yeah, I do remember this game. I love this game. I have it on CD-ROM somewhere. I think that's the only way it existed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm sure you can just download it so easy now. I almost think I could make it at this point. <laughs> Probably. What else do I got here for you? Oh, last one I'll mention. Um, you know, we brought up the Fast and Furious game. There's another Vin Diesel game, but it makes the best list. Is it Chronicles of Riddick? Chronicles of Riddick? <laughs> yep. uh, that makes me really want to play that because I am a big fan of the Furious Furian from Furia. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen the movies, didn't play the game. but You haven't even seen Pitch Black? No. I feel I like that's been out long enough that you would have accidentally seen it at least. It's a movie that I do want to see. I know that. They're good. They're yeah. good sci-fi. They're like put together pretty well. Like a lot of people give them shit because they're nerdy, but that's just because they like um embraced some cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Like they're they definitely go down in quality at some point in time, but like yeah. cinematography-wise, some people say this is not only one of the best uh movie video games. It's also just one of the best games, period, on the Xbox 360. So That's I don't fucking know. sick. Definitely going to have to play that game. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's going to involve me getting an Xbox 360, which I think I can find on the side of the road somewhere. Yeah, hopefully. Either that or it's worth $1,000 now. Do you know, know how much it costs for my PS3? How much? $20. That's sick. When yeah. though? When did you buy it? Uh, right when I got back. So like 2017. The pandemic murdered video game prices. Oh, Everything's nuts. But yeah, I bet you could still get a 360 pretty cheap. I bet that there are enough 360s that are already in garbage cans or like slated for getting thrown away. Yeah, this game, I don't think it's like direct, direct based off a movie. I think it's a little bit of an offshoot off one of the movies, um, but it's called Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay. Nice. He does get hunted a lot. Yeah. That's what the last one is. The just Riddick movie is like, it's just him getting hunted. On <laughs> He basically gets to the point where he's like, I'm a good guy now, but everybody wants to hunt me, so I'm going to live in an impossible place to survive and like some bounty hunters show up for him and he's like you just gotta bring me back into the game it, it looked like mostly a first person shooter that's yeah with some hiding probably 
I don't know. I might try to find that and play it. I don't have a Xbox, but I'm sure there's a PC port or something. I was going to say, can we just get an emulator? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you could for that. But that's all I got. You want to plug some stuff? Um, I'm still looking for people to try and start up. I, I got one person on the line for a short sci-fi audio book club. I think I'm going to try and base them on a couple of podcasts that just do their magazine podcasts. Nice. So anybody that wants to do that, get in touch. It'll make like a Facebook group or a Discord or whatever the hell everybody can agree on because I don't <laughs> care which one. Uh, other than that, you can find me on Instagram at Jane Fritz, J-A-I-N, Fritz with an S. There's an underscore in the middle there, and I said it wrong again. We're just going to let that go. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Instagram as VR Frittatas. Uh I mostly just post stuff related to the podcast, so if you like the podcast, yeah, follow me there. You can also find the UPP Twitter and uh, we have a Twitch account as well. We've been playing on Tuesdays and Thursdays, afternoons. You can find us there. We are UPP underscore Playa. So UPP underscore P-L-A-Y-A. And uh, me and my wife also stream on Twitch. We are Andy underscore Pants. A-N-D-E-E underscore Pants. It's completely ridiculous that we have never just pre-recorded that and put it at the end of everything. Goodbye. Yeah, good point. Later. Do you remember, it had to have been like, I guess middle school, maybe early high school, can I think of it? Yeah, it had to be. Because the building I was in was this tall. Well, the buildings that fell, the World Trade Center, oh. <laughs> there oh. was that thing that you could like type in. Oh, I forget exactly what it was. You typed in, I think it was like United Flight 93 or something. It was like something related to 9 11. Highlight it and translate it, and it would turn into like plane and then like a building and a skull or something.